Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. It is 7.45. Tom Ackerman getting set for sports on a Sunday morning coming up at 10. But now he's going to talk with us for a few minutes about everything sports. He's at the new bold BMW Toyota Sports Desk. Good morning, Tom. Morning, Scott. How are you? I'm good. So I'm, you know, I'm a little confused about what's about to happen with the college football playoff. Georgia, who has been the dominant team all year long, number one all year long, is now apparently out and with Michigan and Washington winning their end, and then there's two more spots to be decided, and it's between three different teams, Florida State, Texas, and Alabama. Is that right? Well, let's not forget that Alabama just beat Georgia in the right. SEC championship. There's no way that Alabama is going to be denied here. They're going to get in. They have the best resume of anybody still not guaranteed a spot. Michigan and Washington, as you just mentioned, are going to get in. Uh, and Alabama, I think, will also get in. And that leaves one more spot between Florida State and Texas. I don't think Georgia has a chance to get in. And the reason is they just lost their own SEC title game. And you can't put two SEC teams in there. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if you were to deny the Big 12 and the ACC uh, what? Why even have conferences and championships? I mean, it's it, it's ridiculous. Uh, I think that Florida State should be the fourth team in. Uh, they were undefeated and they won the ACC. And you can sit there and say, well, they're not one of the best four teams in the country right now. I mean, I, they're not the, one of the best four. I want to see the best four. Well, <laughs> that's not how it works in my book. I mean, if you're given a schedule and you run the schedule and you go undefeated, you should be rewarded with a shot at the college football playoff. You're a power five champion and you went undefeated. I mean, I don't know what else you need to do. Now I understand on paper, if you were to ask me who wins a Florida state, Georgia game, I'm going to tell you, Georgia, who wins a Florida state, Texas game. I'm going to tell you, Texas, who wins a Florida state, Alabama game. I'm going to tell you Alabama, but that's not the way it works. They, they have the credentials. They won the ACC. They should be in the college football playoff. But I don't think that the committee is going to give them as much favor as I am. I think that they're going to weigh in Texas, who beat Alabama in week two. Mm -hmm. And they're going to forget the fact that Florida State annihilated LSU. I mean, didn't just beat them. I mean, they hammered LSU at the start of the year. And their defense also went into a tough environment, and their offense, by the way. And they won at Clemson. 
early in the year and actually sent Clemson into a bit of a tailspin. They're going to forget those things, and they're going to point to the softened ACC schedule and say that last night Florida State hardly beat Louisville, beat them 16-6, to and that their offense is run by a third-string quarterback who had trouble completing passes. I would counter by saying that Florida State's defense held a very good Louisville offense about 200-plus yards under its average and looked great to me. Uh, I think that Florida State's defense could hang with pretty much any team. I'm not sure their offense could, but I think that their defense absolutely could. So, um, you know, that's where I stand on this. If I had to take a guess based on the groundswell of support for Texas, I think that Texas and Alabama are going to get into the playoff with Michigan and Washington. I would say that's wrong. I would have the four conference champions in there, Michigan, Washington, Alabama, and Florida State. And I know that Texas won a conference championship as well, but they have one loss on their resume. Alabama has one loss on its resume, and Texas beat Alabama, but Alabama just won the SEC championship, and their overall resume is better than Texas's. And look, this isn't – I mean – They've they've made a huge mistake here. They've they forced people like me to have to explain why we're fitting four playoff teams into a Power Five structure. It's stupid. I mean, they should have had a tournament years ago. Every other sport has a tournament to decide this. The college football has never really had a good solution for how to determine a national champion. Back when I was growing up, it was kind of like you just sort of declared a national championship by looking at the media poll. I mean, you you just figured it out there. There was no national championship game, actually, at all. You just, like, the the team that won the Orange Bowl won it or, yeah. you know, whoever was ranked number one in the AP. And then they went to computers. They had the BCS, and they tried to determine it by computers. And now they have this committee that meets in a hotel suite <laughs> and tries to figure out the top four teams out of Power Five conferences. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really ridiculous. And so finally next year we'll get some relief because they're going to expand to a 12-team playoff format. Yeah, let's move on to college basketball. Uh, SLU got crushed by uh, Southern Illinois yesterday. Is SLU just not that good this year? SLU is struggling this year to find any sort of continuity. Uh, they have been criticized by their coach for their lack of grit and effort. Uh, they have, I think, uh, a poor perimeter defense on display yesterday as SIU dropped 18 threes on them. I think they have an issue with their interior play. And I think that SIU, uh, the, the problem is that I did the SIU game on Tuesday. They looked horrendous against Indiana State. And I think they got challenged by their coach, Brian Mullins, to be tougher, to be better, to find some rhythm offensively. And they came out and, I mean, took it to SLU on Saturday afternoon. So they got to play in their home arena and got after it. And SLU, which is a wobbly and injured team right now, by the way, Sincere Parker, their best scorer, is out with a broken foot and is going to be out for a while. Uh, Slew's a wounded team, and they played like it yesterday. Uh, it was it was not pretty. So, yeah, they have a long way to go to get themselves into a position to be, I mean, an NCAA tournament team would be a dream right now, but they have to win the, the Atlantic 10 tournament to do that. They have not put themselves in any good position to be a, a good team this year, but uh, we'll see if they can turn it around. There's a lot of time left for Travis Ford. The baseball winter meetings are getting underway, and I'm curious as to our coverage of this 
and what you expect to happen at these meetings? Well, the Cardinals are in a very good position right now because they have all five starters in place. Uh, they have five starters, Sonny Gray, in no particular order, Sonny Gray, Kyle Gibson, Lance Lynn, Miles Michaelis, Steven Matz. But if you're being honest with yourself, that five rotation, five-man rotation, while good, and they do have four of, you know, there were 23 pitchers last year that pitched 180 or more innings. The Cardinals have four of them. So that's good. They ha- they are in a like I said they're in a good position a position of leverage that is now in their favor because they no longer look desperate. They went in they got three pitchers before November was even over, so they got after it quickly and filled their rotation. However, if we're being honest with ourselves, they're in potentially the same situation they were last year. They have five starters and not much behind that. They have some interesting minor league prospects. They had a couple of guys that provided depth to their rotation, but they've gotten rid of those pitchers, Dakota Hudson and Jake Woodford. In fact, Woodford was the one they selected last year in spring training when Adam Wainwright went out with an injury. That turned out to be not a good decision uh, or situation. They didn't have much else actually to choose from. And as it turned out, their lack of depth burned them and the rotation fell apart. Therefore, the bullpen was over extended and taxed and they fell apart the offense while good was pressing to score seven eight runs a game and they fell apart as a team the defense wasn't good either so the the whole thing kind of derailed you don't want that to happen again so if you're the cardinals you have to look at this market and scan for another starting pitcher and preferably i mean if you can pull it off a pitcher who can join Sonny Gray at the top. So you have a good one-two punch at the top of your rotation. If you're so fortunate to make the playoffs, absolutely, you want that in a series. But you want that all year long. So I think the Cardinals are going to scan the trade market. They have, they're in a good position because position players are at a premium right now. And the Cardinals have a plethora of them that they can trade. They have extra outfielders. They have infielders. They have minor league players and pitchers, but they do have the ability to make a trade if they want. They also have money, so they can stay mm-hmm. in on some of these big free agent sweepstakes like Yoshinobu Yamamoto, who's a 25-year-old Japanese star. Very rare that a 25-year-old would become a free agent, especially at his caliber. So do you stay in that for a while, even though he's going to command a massive contract and probably one of the New York teams or L.A. or somebody is going to end up grabbing him, Boston maybe? Or do you stay in it and then get out of it when you you think that the price is too high and you make a deal for a young pitcher who's somewhat in control and you make maybe what could turn out to be an uncomfortable trade because you're trading one of your better players, but you do it because you think adding another starter is smart. I also think the Cardinals will be very active in the bullpen market and will add a couple of pitchers, some horsepower, as John Mozeliak and others have called it, to make sure that their bullpen is locked down. I don't think they're going to add a position player, but you just never know if something comes up that entices them. That's great. But I do think the Cardinals are not finished, and I think they're going to do something here just to lay the groundwork at the winter meetings, but I don't expect much fireworks. As for our coverage, Matt Pauley and Mike Claiborne are there in Nashville. Uh, They will start their coverage tomorrow. In the meantime, we are going to talk to John Mosellock today at 1130, live from the winter meetings in Nashville. We'll have some other 
uh, goodies for you too. Because when it comes to the off season and Cardinal baseball, of course, you tune in right here uh, on KMOX. All, all right. That. Sounds good, Tom. Sports on a Sunday morning coming up 10 to noon. And then, as I said earlier, we do have women's slew basketball and the Chiefs Packers later on this evening, all on KMOX. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 